Episode 12, bitch, turn the fuck up. Get crazy. Do some Molly, get fingered. Old New York Podcast Episode 12, baby. Welcome back, dude. Starting off with a mar- little bit of Mark Rebellion. Huh? A little bit of Mark Rebellion. Alright? DeVito. DeVito, where the fuck are the cutlets at? Ma? Where's my fucking gabagool? Mark Rebellion. Alright? If you don't know who fucking Mark Rebellion is, guy's just honestly a legend. Let me start off with that. The dude's known for doing, like, house music in New York City, and he just kind of posts up and just, like, starts doing house music in the middle of the fucking street, just DJing, going nuts. He samples shit off the street. But he's, like, he's one of them people on the internet, like, I think it's goofy when people are like, oh, this they're a really good person. I, I watch all their TikToks. Um, I really like Jessica. She's, she does great things for the creative space of TikTok. But, you know, I, I hate when people say shit like that. But Mark Rebillet or Rebillet or whatever the fuck, uh, that dude, you know, he does some good shit for the planet. All right. I like that motherfucker. He, he brings good vibes. He's a, and he, now he's doing shows at like fucking Madison Square Garden and in, in Vegas and shit. Like he's full ass theaters just doing these huge fucking shows for like DJing. And like, yo, that's, that's fucking dope, dude. Like, I, I'm not huge going to bars like that and going to places with like, you know, fucking DJs and a bunch of sweaty fucking people probably getting fingered at some point throughout that night. You know, I'm just not, I'm, that's not my scene personally at this point in my life. And I think, honestly, I think it's because of the strobe lights. Like the strobe lights scare the fuck out of me. Like I, okay. I don't have epilepsy, but I don't want to find out I have epilepsy in a group of random fucking people. And I'm just like seizing with like a fucking strawberry daiquiri in my hand and all over my fucking shirt. That'd be embarrassing. It'd be pretty shitty. Uh, anyways, welcome to the old New York episode 12. Hey, how you doing? Welcome back. Thanks for coming back. You know the drill. Matt Berrios at might underscore be Matt. If you have anything that you need drawn or illustrated, hit him up. He's a good dude. He does really nice work. Uh, thank you for the logo, my friend. And then follow the Instagram and TikTok at the old New York underscore. All right. At the old New York underscore. Very simple. Go head it up. Go follow. Show that you support. I appreciate it. Um. Yeah, I'm just hanging out, man. I'm having a good time just relaxing by myself today, having a little off day, just chilling, you know. I got a new microphone, so if this sounds terrible, let me know. Uh, I was at fucking, I was at Walmart, all right? I don't like, I'm not a Walmart goer. Like, people are like, oh, I saw it at Walmart, and I instantly think they're a trashier person because it's fucking Walmart. And I went to the Walmart in, uh, on Walden in, in Cheektowaga, which, yeah, no, it's not, uh, dude, at like, nine in the morning it's not a pretty sight dude like dude walmart on walden is uh stinky it's kind of scary a little bit everybody looks like they can hurt you uh there's always like weird shit like i want to make jokes about walmart but i really don't know that much about walmart because i abstain myself from walmart i don't i don't try to get near it i don't try to get uh, close enough where i could smell it which is approximately a five mile radius um it's just a it's a very scary place and why do they have everything i don't fucking like that and i don't know if you're a bunch of millennial fucks that like to get all your shit in one run i don't like those big super you know shopping centers if you will where you can like you know get shit for your car and then go get like a fresh baked dozen of donuts and then in the same trip get like a onesie for your five-year-old like i don't i don't fucking like the the big super centers they don't they're just uh, 
I'm not a fan, dude. I abstain from them. I don't get away from or stay away. I abstain from those fucking places. They're hell on earth. I'm not a not a fan of the Wally world, dude. It's creepy. Like if I had a kid and they were like, Oh, I want to go see a haunted house. I'm a scary little bitch. I don't want to see a haunted house. I'll bring you to Walmart at nine 30 on a Friday night and I'll show you some tweakers. And then I guarantee you, they're going to take more out of that experience than going and seeing some fucking faggot in a zombie mask. I guarantee you they'll see a lot more at Wally world, dude. Like it's, I just stay the fuck away. I stay away. It's creepy. It's creepy. Have you ever just seen some of the people walking through Walmart? Them motherfuckers, I swear to God, they look like the the fish out of the Chernobyl lakes, dude. They look radiated. They look diseased. They they need help a little bit. They all wear sweatpants, and they're all the festive ones, too. Why is it that, that broke people that go to Walmart wear festive fucking sweatpants? Get some joggers. You cheap fuck. Get something that doesn't make you look like you just woke up on Christmas and you're hoping there's a matchbox car in your fucking stocking. Okay, please. You're 40, probably 45. You old fuck. Wear some clothes. I got to yell about some old people in a minute, but I do have to yell about one young Arab man that pissed me off today. And uh, yeah, no, it was a young Arab dude. And I was driving through the back uh, of Walmart. Actually, be- before I even get there, let me explain how I got this fucking microphone. First off, I'm uh, I'm just I-, I needed some shit from that. I was at Walmart. This is the first time in my life that I actually had to go to Walmart for a specific thing. So I go to fucking Walmart. Um, basically, I-, I get there, grab my stuff immediately, know where it is. I, I go on the website when I need something from a place like that. So like Walmart, it'll tell you exactly what aisle it's in. That's like perfect for me because I'm trying to spend like as minimal amount of time as I can in these types of places. So I ran and grabbed my thing and I was just like, man, this could be like a good area to find some shit to, you know, joke about, write a joke about. So I I started walking around just kind of viewing, if you will. And I found this fucking microphone and it's way worse than the other microphones I have. But it's a handheld, and it's kind of nice just to sit here with the the mic in my hand and just lean back, and I have to be up close. What the fuck? What the fuck? What is going on? Dude. Yo. My phone just started playing the Steve Miller band. Bro, don't copyright me. Son of a bitch. Why did it just do that? That was terrifying. That probably just blew your eardrums out like it did mine. Uh, so... Sorry, uh, that just scared the shit out of me. Am I going to keep this in or am I going to cut it right now? I don't fucking know. I really don't. I think I should just roll with it, but that was really fucking loud. Like that was concerningly loud. Like if you have headphones on, Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm going to go, I'm going to go take a look at that and we'll see if we'll, we'll see if we'll keep it around. Microphone check one, two, what is this? I go crazy when I spit bars, I twist it, I twist them. Like koalas gripping on eucalyptus, or boa constrictors, bitch. What up? We're back. We're keeping it. <laughs> I'm keeping it, dude. I've decided it took about five seconds to make the decision. It's a corporate decision. Uh, and it went, went up to corporate, ran through the ranks. And, you know, we're going to keep it. Fuck it. I really don't give a shit. Uh, so if it blew your eardrums out and it's a lot louder than I expected. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, dude, Steve Miller. Dude, Steve Miller's the shit. All right. I'm fine with that. I'm honestly fine with that being in because the Steve Miller band shaped me as a young man and I had someone to look up to. I had someone to look up to as a, as a young Steve in the world. So I, I looked up to a, a stoner who puts on a really good show. I went to one of his concerts. Great show, dude. I was like eight and I knew every song that people are like, what the fuck? How does this kid know all these fucking older rock songs? I'm like, cause I'm the shit bitch basically. Um, but where was I? So I, I was walking through, Walmart, I grabbed what I needed and I decided to just take a stroll around because I never really strolled around Walmart because, like I said, scares me a tad. Um, and I ended up getting to the electronic section and I was looking for some handheld microphones on Amazon and they're a lot of money. Amazon will butt fuck you, especially around the holidays. They will find any way to uh, molest you uh, and your wallet as much as they can. So I, I really was just taking a tad look around and I found some microphones and I saw this one that, that connects pretty perfectly to this, uh, this output, this, uh, 
audio interface I have here. And yeah, here we are. It's not, it's really not that great of a microphone. Like I'm speaking directly down on it, kind of like, um, uh, never mind. But, you know, I'm, I'm speaking down on it. But if I bring my face in front of it, then you can't fucking hear me. And it sounds like garbage. So, yeah, this is a really shitty mic. But I think I'm going to keep it just, you know, for times that I just have to do a solo pod. And I just got to sit here with my fucking, uh, you know, my feet out, hang out and just chill. So I think I'll, I'll keep it around. I don't know if I'm going to return it. But I'm there. I get this shit right. And I'm walking up to the register with what I need. Plus this new karaoke microphone. I look like a fucking quarter life pri- or crisis and i see a lady walk by and if you know where where the um the walmart is on walden there is a fucking wendy's in the same like plaza lot bro i see somebody eating bottom of the bag fries from wendy's walking around with that hunched over disheveled walmart look fucking sweatpants on got fucking santa claus running over grandma on her pants, dude. It was just like, it was just an atrocity to see, really. Uh, but she was eating bottom of the bag, greasy fries at like 9.30 in the morning. I'm like, this is Walmart, if I've ever fucking seen it. There were some old people getting some cards and uh, looking in the hat section. And yeah, it was just a fucking mess, dude. But I left there and I was pretty, I was pretty jumped and amped on the, the fact that I found one of these microphones I was looking for. And I was driving through the very back of the parking lot. Like, I was in the, the way back. Like, I fucked up. I didn't know where I was going because I don't go to Walmart because I'm a human being. Um, and, and I was driving through the back. And this dude is, like, cutting through the the actual parking lot. Like, he's, you know, there's the sections of the parking lot. He's cutting straight through the middle. And I'm at the stop sign. And he did that. Like, you know when you're driving, you're pissed off and you just throw your hand at the window. Like, this fucking guy. This fucking guy. It's the audacity. He did that shit to me. So I just stopped in the middle of the stop sign. I just looked at him. I'm like, what? I did the same shit to him. I'm like, what are you fucking stupid? And I just did that to him for a second. And then he he like, you know, when people, when you get road rage and then there's that guy, it really hits a nerve. And they're like, I'm going to fucking follow this guy. I'm going to get this fuck. He like followed me every time I switched lanes. He followed me. I was doing like 35 in a 40. And he was just on my ass. I'm like, what are you proving here? All right. Where'd you come from? Wendy's or fucking Walmart? Where where was it? One of the two W's and neither of them are healthy uh, to step on the grounds of. But, you know, just fucking people are such assholes, dude. People are so weird. Why you got to do that shit? You're the asshole. Don't you realize that you are the fucking piece of shit in this instance? But you want to blame me? You dumb fuck. Go swallow some fries with a goddamn Frosty. Choke on it, you jerk. Fucking Audi driving piece of shit. Follow me for so long. He followed me for so long. What did he get from that? Wasted gas, probably. He probably had to turn around and go to the bumfuck sections of fucking Cheektowaga. I've worked in some shitty areas in Cheektowaga. I walked, I worked in one. And I'm pretty sure I've said it on here before, but I, I was at a, uh, I was at a house. I was siding a house on, the east side of Chikawaga, like the, the, the little bit more ghetto poor section. And, uh, dude, there, it was the middle of summer. There was kids running around we came back from lunch and there was a toddler, like legitimately no shirt, no shoes, no socks, and just a diaper and a pacifier. And he was on the first rung of a ladder and we had to like shoo him off the site because we didn't want to touch the kid. There was a guy that same job. He, he was a couple houses down and it was like, 7 30 in the morning he comes running out the house with a gun like just waving the gun everywhere no shirt sagging pants jordans it was fucking incredible dude i felt like i was in boys in the hood i felt like i was in friday or next friday or friday after next i felt like i was in all of them bro i was just the the white neighbor but he was still black in friday that's funny how they made the white neighbors still black they find they didn't find a way uh but yeah i've worked in some shitty areas and i assume that dumb arabic flock probably lives over there so yeah it looks like he eats car bombs for breakfast but you didn't hear it from me but in other news uh we we have some big things going on with disney Uh oh disney's got some shit going on and it's it's not involving kids and weird cryo chambers this time uh we actually now 
have completely lived through the copyright of the original Mickey, which is the steamboat uh, Willie Mickey, which is where he's just on the boat. He's whistling. He's hanging out. You know, everybody's fucking seen it. It, uh, it, it had a 95-year copyright. Copyright's up. So now uh, they, they, meaning the entire world for that fucking matter, uh, that everybody has the ability to use that likeness of Mickey, which is that old school black and white, big bla- or, eh, black eyes, were they white eyes, the black pupil, whatever the fuck. Uh, but you, you can use that Mickey now. And there's actually a game company that is trying to create a 1930s first-person shooter called Mouse. It's being developed by Fumi Games, F-U-M-I Games, and it's set to release in 2025 on Steam. Uh, dude, it's just like a fucking first-person shooter, but you got Mickey Mouse hands, and you're just clapping mouses, bro. Like, it's actually sweet as fuck. And, and it's supposed to come out in 2025. Uh, just like what Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto and Mouse is coming out 2025. Big things happening for video games in 2025. Um, but yeah, no, you can officially use that copyright, which goes to show a true testament of how long Disney has been a fucking thing. We already have. I'm not positive if this is the first uh, Disney copyright that's our Disney character that has lived through its copyright. I know that uh, Tigger from the original Winnie the Pooh books, before they were even like named Winnie the Pooh, I'm pretty sure, um, his copyright, I think, is up too. So now people are going to have this old lion fucking, I don't know, they're probably going to make a live-action movie of it, stupid fucks. I can't believe the world we live in, ladies and gentlemen, that, that they don't make new shit anymore. They never, ever, ever ever make new shit they're recreating the percy jackson movies okay they're they're recreating them yeah the good ones do you remember percy jackson i read that book that's one of like the five books in my life i have read on my own terms not in a class and i'm forced to no i read that shit on my own fucking terms and enjoyed it thoroughly and then the movies were even fucking better the movies were so good and now they're recreating him with some bum fucking retard who's not going to live up to... Well, who was the original Percy Jackson? Shit. What's his name? Can't remember the actor's name, but, you know, good actor. Um, but they're, they're going to recreate it for no reason. There's so many other topics you can make a movie about. Like, there's no creativity in this world. There's just a bunch of fat fucks who want money fast. And then they're just going to recreate the same movies that have been regurgitated into our fucking laps for 50, 60 years. And they're just going to keep doing it because they don't give a shit about you or entertainment in general. They don't. They're going to keep pushing the same garbage. Soon we're going to have more recreations of, of good movies. Like, and like, you know, it's a now. It, wow. I'm having a Biden moment here, folks. Excuse me. Let me get, let me settle down. It seems like back in the day, they would make movies over and over and over and over and over again and just continuously push the same series, but, you know, it has a storyline and it changes. Now they release a movie, maybe replete, or release a sequel, and then they just regurgitate it 10 years later. Like, here it is, just different actors, shitty storyline, and a little bit better CGI. There you go, folks. Merry Christmas coming to you. Fucking December 2020 million. I don't fucking know. They take forever to make the same movie again. That shouldn't it, dude. It's nothing. It should not take that long. Just make it. Just film it again. Put it out. It's going to be the same thing. You can follow the script exact. Jesus Christ. Cheese and rice, dude. What the fuck? I'm sick of that. I'm sick of seeing the same shit all over the internet, dude. It's, it's very frustrating for me. Um, but you know, and, and now with the Steamboat Willie, yes, we're going to regurgitate it a little bit, but at least we haven't seen it since the twenties or whenever the fuck it was created. Like, at least we haven't seen it that much. If we'd seen it a lot, then I would be up for it. If we were making another Mickey Mouse show on Disney channel for your nine year old before they go to elementary school, then I'm, I'm a little mad. You got to keep that where it is, but now we're going to recreate. You know, Steamboat Willie, we're going to give this new look to it. It's going to be kind of cool. It's going to be... You're going to be killing shit. Is Mickey Mouse? That's fucking dope, dude. 
I'm here for it. And Fumi Games, dude, talk about hopping on that and knowing your shit. Like, who, realistically, who in the world knows when that shit's going to happen? Like, I never cared about copyrights, especially Steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse, but now I do. Now I understand it. And, like, you got to give respect to Fumi Games for being aware of that shit. Some some guy in a corporate meeting went up to his boss. He's like, yo, we're about to have that old Mickey Mouse. Like, we can have it if we want it, but we got to pounce. Like, like you got to pounce on it? No, you don't. You could steadily walk to it. Nobody's going to fucking take your idea. Nobody's caring about that kind of shit. So props to whoever, uh, whoever figured that out. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big deal in my book. I, I want some new video games. I want some shit that's uh, fun. You know, I'm sick of the same things, including video games, but that's a whole other fucking rant that I'm not about to go into. Uh, in other news, Southwest Airlines uh, just found another way to piss me off, man. They just did a really good job. They always do a fantastic job of making me an angry human being. Like, I've flown Southwest, I think it's uh, five times? No, excuse me, not five times, four times. It'd only be a fucking even amount. i take it there and back. Um, but basically... They got this new thing going on, um, and, and and this isn't even on the flights. Like the flights, first of all, the service sucks. They never, ever, ever bring you your shit when you want. Like you know when they got to take their line, or you got you got to take their food, and they got to go down the line, and they got to get everybody's order, and then they got to go all the way back to the stewardess cabin, then put all the shit on the cart, and then come back and try and remember what the fuck you had. Southwest does a pitiful job at that. Okay pitiful job uh the food's minimal the movies they show are garbage they're all fucking garbage dude they're bad they're they're really not good movies and it's it makes for a pretty boring flight but here's what's going on with southwest that's kind of uh not necessarily annoying they're trying to help out southwest has this new policy for people who are overweight because we are a fat slog of what we used to be as a country. Um, and now, basically, what Southwest is doing is if you're overweight, because you, you, we've all been on a flight. If you've been on a flight, you've been on a flight, you've seen a fat dude walking through the aisle. You're sitting in your chair with your fucking uh, Bose headphones on, listening to, like I don't know, Mac Miller or something. And you see a fat guy boarding the plane, and you just look at him and have the thought and say, I don't think that dude's going to fit in any of the seats on this plane. Like, I really don't. Is he going, is he going back with the animals? Or are we putting him in the storage cabin? What the fuck is going on with this guy? Um, but Southwest was thinking because, you know, it, maybe you have been unfortunate enough to be on a plane sitting next to an extremely overweight person. Um, if you haven't, I can tell you from slight experience that the person I sat next to wasn't, you know, fucking falling over the armrest into my lap with his fat. He was a big dude, and he was a little uh, snorry on the plane. He had a nice snore going on, and uh, yeah, no, he stunk a little bit too. But that's besides the point. But if you've been on a flight where you've been with one of the major obese people, one of the six hundred pound life's obese people, Honey Boo Boo, if she stayed on T- TLC, like if you've sat next to one of these people, you understand that sometimes uh, they encroach on your seat a little bit. Their their love handles be loving up the side of your thigh because they're falling over the fucking armrest well southwest is coming to save the day folks southwest has a new plus size friendly um how would you put that plus size policy there you go a psp plus size policy um where basically if you are overweight you can call southwest in advance you can say hey i'm a person of a large stature and i very much need two seats so i'm not you know, following my fat on somebody. So what you can do is you can call them and say this, and they will give you the seat right next to the one that you bought for completely free and boot other people who paid for the fucking flight off the plane because your fat ass has never found a fucking treadmill. Isn't that fucking crazy? Imagine having three people. We're flying to fucking Dallas, right? And and one guy is a surgeon who's trying to get down there and save someone's life. The other person is some fucking goo-goo doll lunatic who's just going to get drunk with their friends. And then the third person is 600-pound life fucking Larry 
or that one fat dude on that dating show that was a meme for a while, right? And fucking fat dude Larry calls Southwest and says, hey, you know, I, I need to get on this flight. I need two seats because I'm a fat fuck. I need, the, I need the window and the middle seat. And they boot the fucking surgeon off the flight. And some person dies. And then Goo Goo Dolls doing coke off of somebody's ass. And probably died in Austin, Texas. Because that's just where junkies go to demise. And, and some fucking surgeon's at home with his kids. Hoping that somebody else could handle that surgery. You know? Like, that's very extreme. And I understand that. But people are being booted off of flights. Because of this, this has happened. And now I feel like since this has happened, there's like four or five things that I've seen are people, individuals who have uh, been kicked off of flights for that reason. Now, what does Southwest do? Southwest has has to figure this out. First of all, you fat fucks got to get there a little earlier, right? If there's two seats already taken on a flight and it's for one person, whatever, he got his fucking free seat. But if I'm on a flight and I get booted because fat fuck Larry wants to get his ticket last minute, bro, I'm tearing the airport up, dude. I'm screaming, Al-Hulakbar! and I'm just running. I'm just running. I'm just starting a fucking commotion. I'm going to post it on TikTok, act like a fucking victim. Like, dude, I swear to God, that would send me up a fucking wall. I can't believe that. And like, it's crazy to me how people get to that point. Like, don't get me wrong. I completely understand if if you got some sort of disorder that makes you fat. I don't even know if that's real. But if it is, if there's somebody out there who's like, hey, you know, I got microwaveitis. You know, I'm, I'm a big guy. You know, don't, don't make fun of us. I'm sorry. But if you're just a fat fuck who does nothing to change it, you don't deserve two flights or excuse me, two seats on a flight. Shoot me if I'm wrong. I don't fucking care, dude. You don't deserve two seats if you are a fat fuck that can't control your weight. Put down the Krispy Kreme. That fucking, it, I guarantee you that broad I saw at Walmart eating bottom of the bag fries at 930. That chick is going to be a problem for an airline at some point. And you know she's flying Southwest, baby. Because they accommodate because they're good people. They're good people. Yeah, fuck you. I can't believe that. Like, I'm so sick of this inclusion bullshit. You gotta include me. I'm bigger. BBW, big uh, big women, big women matter. It's a big girl summer. It's a big girl winter. Like that chick from fucking the New York City sidewalk, whatever the fuck the name of that little show was on TikTok that blew up and just completely changed everybody's like look at New York City. Like it's not a dumpster dildo hanging off our state. Like, or did they just made it seem like it's all this bing bong just because of that. That's it. Some dude going, I hit that. And that fucking cuisine guy, he's like, Bushy. just fucking loading up his goddamn kidneys with olive oil. Uh, but yeah. So, in, in a very off topic manner, uh, fuck Southwest Airlines, dude. Come on now. Can we stop including? Can we stop being so nice? All right. I know some personal trainers that could help you. If you really, if you need to figure it out, I know a couple and they're, they're pretty cheap. I just, I don't know. I'm just not one of the person or one of the people on the planet. That's I'm not going to let myself get to that point. Like, I don't know how some people like you see these people on my 600 pound life, which first of all, that is a stage show. It's got to be to a degree. Obviously the people get to that, that weight, uh, somehow, you know, maybe I just changed my mind on it. Maybe it's not. Um, it, it's not a stage show because I, I was watching one of them and I try not to watch full episodes because they're, they're kind of creepy, dude. I don't like that shit. It's kind of like Walmart. I don't like my 600 pound life. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, I'm, I'm going to say, turn me on to watch it. Uh, definitely not turn me on. That's terrifying. But you know, I just not a huge fan of the, my 600 pound life, but I did see a clip on TikTok of this chick, and she was doing one of them voiceovers. She's like, oh, I tried to lose the weight, but I couldn't. I got all this water buildup in my body, and it's just not leaving my body. And it literally showed her walking to her bedroom with a full pan of lasagna. Okay. If you're eating a full pan of lasagna on your own, get some help. 
get some fucking help. Dude, that shit's terrible for you. Like, pasta, carbs like that, especially if you're fat. Bro, why the fuck are you eating a whole thing of lasagna? And she just waltzed her fat ass back there, you know, and, she's, and while she's complaining, she's like, I, I can't lose the weight. I stopped eating. Get the fuck out of here. You maniacs, dude. I, would, I just could never. I just could never. Never, ever, won't ever. Okay? In other news, that's a, a little bit more <laughs> happy. I don't, I don't know if this makes me happy necessarily, but I didn't talk about it last time, so I'll talk about it now. Shai Otani, or however the fuck you pronounce that, big baseball guy, uh, Chinese, Asian, ah, whatever he is, dude. Don't, don't quote me. I don't know what the fuck he is, but he's from that part of the, the, the world. Uh, great pitcher. Uh, he's a pitch hitter. Uh, very much the best, um, the best baseball player in the world. Period. I'm not a baseball guy. I played the MLB games. I never got to the major leagues. Too, too much of a fucking. It's too long. Just, just draft me in right away and let me be on the Yankees and go win a pennant. Um, but basically, he he left the Dodgers, or not the Dodgers. Where did he play for? The Angels, excuse me. He left the Angels, and he was in talks with going to either Toronto or the Dodgers. And he's finally made the choice that he's going to the Dodgers. For seven hundred million dollars, seven hundred million dollars. Okay, seven hundred. Is you can throw a ball really fast, and you can hit the ball out of the park. Not even that. Like seven hundred million dollars to do that. What are we fucking doing? And and when I see these huge contracts in sports. Pray that they're good people. That's what I do. I, I just, I really hope and, and wish that these people do the right thing with this money. Because there's so many causes that you could put this money towards. And like 700 million, just to put it in perspective, I broke it down a little easier for some of you bimbos. Shai Otani's contract of $700 million could buy him 2,071. 2023 Lamborghinis, which are $338,000. $338,000. It's fucking nuts. And I also, I, I, I wanted to see if he could buy a country. That took some time to look it up. When it comes to all major land purchases made since the turn of the century. Nah, not even. You know what? I'm not going to break them all down for you, but think about it like the Louisiana Purchase. Uh, you know, you know, buying the Caribbean islands, all Alaska, all these fucking areas that have been bought. He could buy all of them. He could have all of them, and still have like what five hundred or five hundred million dollars, maybe a little less than that. We'll call it four. Like what the fuck? That's so much money. That's so much money for no reason. I know kids, uh, maybe I don't know them, but I know there's people in the world that can do exactly what he can do. And they do it for like a can of soup. Like, shit, can you throw a slider? Yeah. Can you throw a curveball? Yeah, it's pretty good, man. Can you hit the ball out of the park for a can of cream and mushroom? These fucking little poor kids can do the same thing this fucking do. And, and he gets $700 million, which also brings me to my next question. Who's got the money? Who has $700 million to invest into one Asian man? Who? That's illegal money. It's got to be illegal money. There's no fucking way. Like, I understand that baseball has no cap hit, but like $500 million, $700 million. That's not like, where the fuck are you getting this from? Are they going to the treasury and just taking the fucking gold bars? Like, where are they getting this money from? For one person! For one person! 700 million could probably handle all the bench riding fucking contracts in the NFL. And, and have plenty of money to spare. To go build a fucking island in the middle of nowhere. Like, that's nuts to me. 
$700 million. I hope that he does the right thing. I hope he finds charitable causes. I hope he helps the homeless. I hope he helps the veterans. I just, like, 700 mil to throw a fucking ball. God damn it. I wish I did steroids in high school. I wish I ramped up on the trend, the gear, all of it. I wish I just fucking loaded myself up to be a 270-pound maniac at linebacker. Be like fucking Bill Romanowski. And I'd sell out in college. Before the major drug tests start coming, the NFL style or style drug tests, before we get those, I'm going to fucking go crazy. I'm going to get NIL deals. I'm going to be on the face of a fucking Krispy Kreme. I'm going to be on billboards everywhere. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm, I'm just going to quit. I'm not even going to go pro. Fuck it. I don't need the money. They're going to figure out I use steroids, take all my money from me. Fuck you. I keep all my money and my steroids and my sponsors. Eat my dick. Should have done that. But here I am. I got a fucking podcast and, and I, I work full time. So if you're in high school and you're, and you're an athlete and you're trying to figure it out and you really want to make it a lifestyle, uh, do steroids. Do steroids. Yeah. Give it a shot. Do it while you're young, while your body can, uh, you know, pick itself back up when it's down. Come on. Get some fucking roids in you uh, and go get some NIL deals and then bounce out before you become pro. That's what I'm doing. If people are earning $700 million, $700 million. Wow. Bonkers. Absolutely fucking bonkers. Can't believe it. And speaking of sports news, this isn't a mafia edition, but I I do want to speak about the Bills game. It was yesterday. It was, what, a 31-10 win against Dallas Cowboys. And let James Cook. Let James Cook. Let James Cook. Let that man run. It is the first time in uh, the first Bills player since Thurman Thomas in 1991, which I believe was his MVP year, but I might be wrong in saying that, uh, to have 200 all-purpose yards receiving and rushing and a rushing and receiving touchdown in the same game. And not to mention he got two of, I believe it was rushing touchdowns, and it was almost two receiving touchdowns. He almost had four total. The motherfucker went nuts, dude. It was all James Cook. Shout out to the offensive line. Best offensive line we've had on the Bills in a long time. In a very, 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 very long time. It's the most consistent uh, pass blocking and run blocking offensive line that we've had. So shout out to them. They, uh, they, they played great. Josh threw the ball seven times. I don't even think I think he had like 91 yards. Are you kidding? Seven for 15, 91 yards. And I think he still had a touchdown and a rushing touchdown, which also makes Josh Allen the... Uh, the first player in NFL history to have a rushing and uh, passing touchdown in 10 games in a single season. So shout out to Mr. Josh Allen to really turn it around. Uh, and also shout out to Joe Brady. That that boy. All right. He's cooking. He knows what he's got to do. He likes getting us in those third and eight situations. And I just, who I liked, I liked what I saw. I liked what I saw from the defense. It was just a beautiful, uh, beautiful game all around for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I, I just got to, Throw that in there because I fucking love them. And I, I even watched now. It's just weird because we're at a point in the season where. Christ, we, we've got like 10 teams. It, it seems like even the AFC and the NFC both are the most competitive. This is the most competitive year we've ever seen in the NFL period. I mean, all the records are alike uh, in the NFC. You got about 10 teams that are six and eight. And in the AFC, you got about 10 teams that are eight and six. Um, and then there's constantly things changing. I was watching the Patriots play the Chiefs, which stunk. It was just a, a pitiful game. But God damn it, man. I, I can't believe what happened to the Patriots. Like, I love it. I'm so happy about it. But I just, I want them to get away from Belichick. They got to give Bill O'Brien the reins. That man, he loves his team. There was a there was a video of him and Bailey Zappi, their quarterback, after the last win they had. And, uh, you know, Zappi went up and shook Belichick's hand. And then he went to Bill O'Brien. He started going crazy, hugging him, jumping around some. You know, you gotta hope the best for him. But it's just a, it's just a weird NFL year. There's just so much shit going on, and there's so many, you know, oh, if this team wins and this team loses, and then that team ties or loses, then we get into the playoffs. Like the Bills just gotta go win to the division. All right, Tyreek Hill's out. He's gonna be back. We gotta we gotta go when we have an opportunity, and we gotta you know, beat the Dolphins too. We have to beat the Dolphins at the end of the year. We have to beat the Chargers. We have to beat the Patriots. Uh, we just got to win out and to give ourselves the best shot. So we're really working at an uphill battle. But, you know, go Bills. I, I just can't believe we saw such a wonderful game from James Cook. And I think he's really 
broken out as uh one of the one of the premier running backs in the NFL and, and he's got some drop issues. He's been dropping a couple of wide open balls and I don't really like it, but you know, he, he's making it work. That's all that matters. Like if is as a running back in the NFL, you're very tangible. You can be you can be thrown out in a day. Or you can be the longest tenured running back in your franchise's history and just continuously fucking you know get better. And I, I think Cook has that ability. And I, I hope he does at least. But let me get off the NFL. Let me go to the NBA. The NBA has a little bit of spicy news going on. It's not necessarily spicy. But first of all, before we get to the NBA, uh, Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny broke up. All right. And now, first of all, I don't give a shit. But I started to care once I saw another headline pop up on my timeline. And NBA player Zion Williamson recently commented on a picture of Kendall Jenner that had a chocolate bar emoji as the caption, to which he commented, I like chocolate. Don't worry, Zion. We know your fat ass likes chocolate. All right. How about we focus on getting a ring? You fucking diabetic. Okay. Why is it that Zion is just slanging his fucking hammer cock around? Okay. You don't have a ring. You have no credentials. You got a pretty good highlight reel from high school, college mixtape suite. You blew out a show because you have a fat fuck. You blew out your fucking Adita or Adidai in that manner. Like, you haven't done anything. So here's my thing with athletes. And I, I totally understand there's a public perception of athletes. And that, that's a thing that they need to maintain. And especially in this time, uh, you know, you, you want to be a little bit controversial, too. You want to be able to get your voice out there and have people listen. Um, he doesn't need to be doing this right now. He, his team's bad. His team is bad. I'm sorry. Even if you'll like him, if you're a huge Pelicans fan, which I doubt anybody listening to this is, um, uh, the Pelicans suck. So how about you keep that hammercock in your fucking pants and your basketball shorts and you focus on winning the ring before you go shooting your shot at Kendall Jenner? Okay, can we do that? I think you need to stop. I think somebody needs to stop him. All right. And now, dude, I'm I'm brainwashed as a man because I, I respect the fucking Kardashians and the Jenners. I like them. I like him. My girlfriend got me into him. She's like, oh, you know, as a, as a boyfriend, you watch your girlfriend's shows, but you don't tell her that you're watching the show. So she might be watching it and you're on your phone and you just kind of peek and then you catch on and then you put your phone down and then you're watching the show actively. She goes, oh, I didn't know that you like this. I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. I don't, I don't like this. I don't know what you're talking about. I never liked this show. This show sucks. But then I've watched, you know, an entire season of keeping up. That's why, that's why I say it. When I'm with uh when I'm with my girlfriend, I don't call it the Kardashians. I say, "Oh, you've been watching Keeping Up." All right, I'm a woman, dude. I don't like it. I've never felt more like a woman. Uh, but basically, I I'm I'm into that Kardashian show, man. I respect the fuck out of them. They're cool as shit. They're all business owners now. They're multi-millionaires. They they all live on the same house or excuse me, the same block. It's huge fucking houses, dude. It's sweet. I remember my girlfriend told me she was like, you know, if you like the if you like the new Kardashians, because I, I was making a a case for myself that I only like to watch the new Kardashians, <clears throat> excuse me, the new Kardashians, because they're multimillionaires. They got all this cool shit. It's cool to watch. They're celebrities. Uh, but she was like, you know, I, I think you like it a little bit more for the drama. So you should really watch the earlier seasons with me. And one night I, she fucking got me, dude. She got me on edible. She fucking molested me. She knew that I was, uh, you know, I, I was takeable in that moment. She's like, you want to watch Keeping Up? I said, fuck yeah, dude, turn that shit on. So we started watching it, and then it became a tradition for us. Like, we just kept continuously watching the show. And uh, and we were watching this one episode, and it's called Bruce's First, uh, oh, oh, Bruce's First Prostate Exam. And mind you, like, people forget with, with Caitlyn Jenner, who is formerly Bruce Jenner, motherfucker is crazy and you got to go on netflix and watch untold and watch the caitlin jenner documentary um this guy was a decathlon olympian uh one of the greatest olympic athletes of all time uh one of the most dedicated athletes of all time and dude was a stud 
Like, it was an absolute fucking stud in his prime. Uh, so when you're watching the early seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you still see, you know, you see this older version of this just insane Olympic athlete. But more importantly, this is before he comes out and he gets his surgeries and he's on the cover of whatever max or magazine it was that just turned everybody's perspective upside down of him or her or whatever fucking a it for this because i don't know what the fuck the pronouns are and i'm not gonna get canceled but we see this early version of bruce which is really funny because he's just running around this house with all these women dude and uh but but he's respected as a father is it is more of a stepfather since their their original father rob kardashian died um so basically this episode comes on and it's bruce's first prostate exam which is funny as fuck my favorite part about watching the early episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians is that you get to see the shit go down. Like, So from my perspective, someone who has always heard about the show but never watched the show, my girlfriend will tell me, oh, yeah, well, you know, uh, what's her fucking name? Oh, it's not Kylie. The dumb bitch who gets cheated on by NBA players. Well, that's all of them. Uh, but, the, but the one in particular dumb bitch, god damn it, what's her name? Ah, oh, it's slipping me, dude. I gotta figure this out. Hold on. I, I can't go on. I can't go on without knowing this dumb Kardashian. Kardashian chart. Can I just get a Kardashian chart with their names? Let's see here. Ah, what is her name? It's like, oh my God, showing their astrology bullshit. Oh, no, dude. I didn't want this. No, 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 no. Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner's the mom. And there's Kylie. There's Kendall. There's, there's Kim. Um, and the other one, man. What the fuck is the other one's name? Huh. Son of a bitch. The one that got cheated on by Tristan Thompson. All right, that one. I forget her fucking name. But, you know, it's funny because you see her give Tristan Thompson just a million tries to make it better after he cheats on her constantly. He's like, oh, I think he'll, you know, like the, the one scene will be like the sisters. And they're like, oh, you know, you shouldn't take him back. He cheated on you. And then they go to commercial and then they come back. And she goes, I've, I made the decision to give him another shot to be here for our family. And it's like, you dumb fuck. So when I'm watching this shit, the early episodes, I'm just laughing the whole time because I know what's going to happen. I know their life is going to be ruined soon. I'm just waiting on it. I'm like Satan. It's awesome. Um, But when I when I saw Bruce's first prostate exam, I my ears perked a little bit. All right. I was excited. So I, I'm watching this episode and, and the whole time, Bruce, this manly man, uh, very, very nervous to go and get his first prostate exam. And, you know, it, it's showing his nerves. The kids are talking to him. Chris is talking to him, you know, like, oh, you know, everything will be all right. This is just something that you have to do. They're they're like talking about how it's like a mammogram or, you know, going to the OBGYN, you know, like that's what they're relating it to for him to make him feel better, but he's not feeling better. So they finally cut. Cause you know, during the show they do like the interview section in between scenes to, so you can see how that person is feeling in the moment and it cuts to him and he's wearing a purple shirt with a rainbow flag on, on the chest. And I fucking break out laughing. Like we all should have known. We all should have known right there. It's a, it's his fucking, it's written out for you right there. This dude is going to change at some point. And it's the first prostate exam. That's the episode you wear this fucking shirt. Okay. And we acted like this was a surprise. All right. Bruce was trying to let us know. Caitlin was inside of Bruce like, let me out. Let me out. And when none of us knew, none of us could tell. And it was right there in front of us. So I'm laughing, dude. This is funny as fuck. This dude who I know is going to eventually be a woman is a fucking man with a, a, essentially, at this time in the world, I don't think that that, that it was like, because obviously the gay flag is the rainbow flag. It's pretty commonly known. But I don't think it was pushed as hard as it is today. It definitely was a thing back then. But I don't think it was like, you know, how it is now. Like the gays, dude, they're gay people are awesome, but you guys, you guys get rowdy now, dude. You guys don't fuck around. Ain't nobody calling you a faggot. Then fuck them up, dude. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's hysterical. Um, but I don't think it was that much of a, a known thing back then. It just wasn't, you know, huge. 
as it was now. Uh, so anyways, the whole episode goes and they get to the prostate exam. They do the whole thing. They got fucking Bruce bent over the, the operation table or, you know, doctor's table. He's got his hands on the table. He's scared. He's grabbing the fucking thing. And, you know, they do the whole the whole shot of the doctor putting his glove on and like snapping it onto his hand. And then it cuts and they go to the women, whatever the women are doing in this episode, and they eventually get home. And Bruce is in bed, laying in bed. And they go, Bruce, oh, my God, how, how was it? Are, are you OK? Folks, he looks at the camera and he goes, not that bad. It wasn't that bad. And I sat there and howled like, like, like fucking Tom Segura. I destructively laughed, dude. I felt my stomach cramping. I farted a little bit. My eyeball started to twitch. I was laughing so fucking hard to see Caitlyn Jenner as Bruce saying that a finger up his ass wasn't that bad. Dude. Come on, that's that is comedy. That is art. There's no way. So uh, this brings me to my final point. There's no way that this was news for the Kardashians that that Bruce was going to change to Caitlyn. This is no fucking news. I refuse to believe that was breaking news to them that he held this secret for so long. I think they fucking knew. I think everybody knew. And they wanted to make this episode so then you can look back and just see the signs. They just played it. It was like a game of Clue, right? Everything you needed was in the library. That's all you got to do. You just got to go to the library and check it out and and you get all your answers. But I just think that's fucking hilarious. Like, I refuse to believe because that's what the Kardashians said. They said, well. You know, uh, Bruce came to us recently and said he was thinking about transitioning and, you know, we're all behind him. That's not news to you. You've been on that for 15 years. You just didn't want to say nothing to make good money. And they did. They made banging money. Oh, my God. They made banging money off that show. They all did, which is awesome. Imagine being Bruce Jenner, being an Olympic athlete with all the sponsorships, with the motivational speaking, with all the money incomes coming in. And then you add on the Kardashians. And having the show and having the marriage that is connected to this entire huge family of millionaires, like that money's got, that's Shia Otani money. That's baseball money, son. Okay. Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner. She's rolling in it, man. She's fatty rolling right now, chilling in that money. And then add on transition, which brings on a whole new avenue of, of incomes, you know, and then you get the opportunity to be a female model. And you got people wanting to have you as a supporter for, you know, gay rights and and transgender rights. And they, they, dude, the guy's a fucking genius. Like, I know he, I, I want to assume that he didn't do that for the incomes. Like, he didn't just change his sex just to, you know, have that money coming at him. I, I assume he did that because he felt that way and he wanted to. And God bless him, her it for that and and being able to transition and, and do it in a public manner um and i don't think it was it was for money but the money probably helps the blow of all the haters because you know dude ha- people hate on like little channels on youtube and they hate on 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 fucking podcasts and shit that aren't nothing like people can hate on my podcast and it doesn't mean anything but you're still a hater you're still a piece of shit so imagine being bruce jenner this crazy superhuman athlete who's been known for decades as one of the you know major olympians to ever live and being a motivational speaker and having all these sponsors and then being able to say fuck you i'm caitlin bitch come out with some fucking fake titties and go crazy and then still be able to flourish and and make money and not take the hate in a, a bad deceiving way because people are fucking mean dude people are mean as shit i saw this uh i saw this dude on instagram and he's a uh he's three foot tall and the comments 
were ruthless. They were calling him a pocket edition person. They were calling him a fucking uh, mini person. When I say person, I mean a different word that I'm not allowed to say because of the color of my skin. So, but yeah, they were calling him a pocket edition person. Like, that shit's funny as hell. Mini boy asking him if he can reach on the countertop and shit. If he's got to be held to grab things. Like, people are ruthless. And that's some three-foot dude. Imagine how people were when it came to Bruce Jenner transitioning. People were probably fucking insane. That's terrifying. I would never want to be in the public light like that. I don't think I'd ever want to be a celebrity either. Like, I, I think I would want people to know my podcast. And, like, if I, was, if I was a comic and a known comic, that would be cool. But I don't think I'd want to be, like, a celebrity. I don't think I'd want to be in the public light like that. It's terrifying. Like, that's just, there's so much, not only at risk, but there's just so much that people can, can dig up on you and just use against you. And then, and then, like, the AI voice shit. Bro, I literally heard Joe Rogan being an advocate for Democrats on TikTok. Like, he was just talking real high on Democratic views. And they had, like, the clips of Joe Rogan talking. But you could look at it and see it's an AI voice. Like, it's not what he's saying in in this fucking, you know, little five-second TikTok. Like, it has his voice in there, but when you look at the video of Joe Rogan, the lips don't sync up. Like, it's terrible. It's all AI. It's creepy as fuck. And not saying that Joe Rogan's a Republican or whatever. I don't know what he is. But, like, I don't think that he would go on the biggest platform and biggest podcast in the world and just go spitting out Democratic views. I just It doesn't seem like the way he does things. So it was weird to me to see that. But now I, I see those videos all the time with this AI voice shit. Imagine being a celebrity, bro. I, I could get myself in this episode and I could change how shit sounds and I can, I could sound like a racist. I can do it. I was talking about Tigger. T, 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 Tigger. See, and you could take that and you could splice it up a little bit and, and make me sound like I said another word that I won't say. I'll be like Theo Vaughn. I'll write it down, but I won't say it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, Jesus. I gotta stop saying that shit. Nah, fuck it. But there's so many ways that people can manipulate your public perception and how people see you. And that's just, it's scary to me. I don't think I'd ever want to be that famous. I don't think I'd ever want to be Bruce Jenner famous. Who says that? Well, I I can tell you I don't want to. But if I get this huge platform and I become this famous person, um, and then I want to change my sex, like that must be over fucking whelming. It must be terrifying the amount of hate that you receive. And not to mention the crazy people who are probably saying they'll come shoot you and kill you and shit. People love to kill. We love to kill and fuck and and just oh, those are our two things. Killing and fucking. We're good at that stuff as humans. And uh in infrastructure also, we're good at building shit. Uh but yeah. Crazy shit, but it made me giggle. Keeping up with the Kardashians, I can, I can sit back and watch some some keeping up on a nice cloudy day. Maybe it's rainy outside. You know, I just get to sit there, snuggle up with a blanket, my girlfriend, and uh, and and watch some fucking keeping up with the Kardashians, dude. Maybe I'll do that now. Maybe I'll sit back and and watch something, dude. I don't know. Watch Kylie teach Kendall how to drive stick or whatever the fuck. It's a shame how much I know about that show. I really got to stop watching it, but I'm going to call this here because I don't feel like doing it anymore. So thank you for listening to the old New York podcast. We were kind of all over the place today, but that's just how I like it. So if, uh, if you enjoyed hearing me say a bunch of mean slash funny things, you should follow the Instagram at the old New York underscore. You should follow on Spotify. You should throw on the post notifications for each. So you can be aware on when the new episodes are coming out. Uh, yeah, throw a follow, please. Uh, I would really appreciate it. Shows that you support. Um, I said I want to get to the Instagram to 40 followers, and dude, we're at 38. We just gotta push a little further, get your friends to follow. Uh, even if you don't listen to an episode, throw a follow at it. It just helped me out tremendously. 
Uh, I hope this whole episode doesn't sound like garbage because I got this microphone. This is kind of a test episode. So if it sounds like shit, sorry, I'll, uh, I'm probably going to go back to the old microphones, but it was nice to give it a shot. So thank you again for listening. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of your work week. Go Bills. And we'll be talking to you guys soon.